Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Back Pocket, which is the greatest AFL podcast. So good that when you say you're not coming back, you have to come back. I'm Evan Jones and joining me is Michael Jamesy James. Jamo, welcome back. Hey, mate. Welcome back to you. And we lied. We lied to everyone. We're like the AFL Commission. We lied. (laughs) We are back. We're back. And we've said back a lot. We have. Already. We're under a few guidelines about being back. Well, you can't put hands in the back. Uh, Touche. You can't. You can now. You you have to have six in the back. Half. (laughs) So it's all about being back, baby. But in all seriousness, this will not happen all the time. No. No, it won't. And this is the guidelines we're it, setting our listeners. It's a bit like a Hey Hey It's Saturday revival. Yes. Where we will only come back for special events. Absolutely. And John Farnham won't be there either. No. Daryl won't be on the drums playing as well. No. He loves his drums, old Daryl Summers. He does. But we are coming back because of the fans. Yes. And we're going to be busy. We're busy people. We are. We've got stuff to do. Stuff to do. Um, so maybe we sort of giving away that this is a nice way to start the season. Yes. And then we might go missing for half of it. Clearly. And then just pop up. Yes. Like Kyle Reamers that day out of that trap door yep. at um, Marvel Stadium. You also described Hayden Ballantyne. Oh, yeah. Goes missing, then <laughs> pops up. That's right. So this is one of a few episodes this year. But if we're talking guidelines, I have a very strict guideline. There are three letters that you are not allowed to mention in succession. All right, all and if right. you do, I'm walking out. I'm gonna, ah, now I'm yes. going to say them right now. J-L-T. Yeah. Not worth mentioning. No, not at all. Done. Done. Okay, so we're going to move on. And I'm going to say to you, Jamo, because we are a humorous show. We try to be. We like to look at the light side try of things. Try to be. What was something that made you laugh over the off-season? Uh, okay. I The other day I was thinking about how there hadn't been a little scandal or something oh. for a player where there's been a little bit of skullduggery and lying or whatever. Ah. And then up pops Jesse Hogan. <laughs> so <laughs> Hello, I had, Jesse. I, and, and I know it's a serious issue with his uh, clinical anxiety and that sort of stuff. It just made me laugh that we got very close to the doorstep. Yes. Got to the front door and we've fallen in drunk. Yep. And that just made me laugh that we've just had something right on the eve the season, of the season kicking off. But remember, the season actually starts tomorrow on Thursday night. There is still time. There is still time. There'll be something happening There's maybe as we speak. Still time for Harley Bunnell. <laughs> There's still time. There'll be an incident. Never give up. Stand by, Harley. What about you, mate? What made you chuckle? Well, once again, there wasn't that funny uh, things going on no. until the boss just strolls in and came out with this. Now, try and guess who said this. <laughs> we really respect the mental health space because we're a people business. <laughs> that would be some that would, flora- philanthropist, wouldn't it? Uh, look, I, I'm thinking white pants. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking Gillen. Surely Gillen said that. No, he didn't. He wasn't. The, he didn't say that. Cold. Right. Um, is this got something to do with? Well, clearly it would have to be someone that cares about mental health, oh, that, that cares yes. about their club, that doesn't do anything wrong, that doesn't touch people up at a Christmas party. Oh. Um, well, basically. Um, Ross Roscoe. That is... Um, That's pretty rich. I find that quite from, humorous. From him, absolutely. Con- mm. Context. Isn't that funny that the carpet... It's, that a purple, they, it's a purple business, Michael. It's funny how they've swept a lot of Roscoe stuff under the car. Like, we haven't... No one mentions that. Only we're mentioning this. He's got a rug on his head and, and he's got a rug out the back that they're just hiding stuff. Which much dirt underneath. People, people business. It's very rich. It's, it's, it's about people. It is. Of course it is. 
chassis. That made around. me. That did make me chuckle. Good lord! What's something that deserves a bit of a rinse over the off season? Uh, look, okay. Well, we if you if you are a believer in football, there's already been football that wasn't those three dirty letters. Um, there's been <laughs> AFLW, and and to treat that with whatever level of respect you want. It's still a competition. It's still football in some sort of way. So, what deserves a bit of a rinse is potentially. I don't want to preempt any major discussions yes. we're going to talk about is just the way that's been handled, the AFLW, and even how the AFL Grand Final is going to be played. Well, the last time I checked, when you finish in the top four of something, you qualify for things, don't you? You would think so. Not in the AFLW. Not at all. It used to be that way, and now it's not. No. Imagine, imagine uh, in the Olympics, you get a bronze, yes. and you're like, oh, I deserve this, and they go, ah, ah, ah. The person, no, no, no. the person that was in sixth position is actually having a crack. They actually are better than you. Look, this has been flawed from the very beginning. The conference system makes sense, but this actually is a working example of why it will never work in the men's game, mm. simply because you don't know from season to season how the teams are going to shape up. So therefore, you could have a very strong conference, aka what we've had here in the AFLW and a very weak one. So that's really harsh for teams that have had a collective better record across the whole season, that whole short season that they have, and they're going to miss out finals. Why do we have Muppets, the AFL, that can't, <laughs> they can't organise anything? They've organised mm. it to a state that the AFL um, men's yep. league yep. has to change its rules and its setup based on what the AFL has done to it. Yep. And yet we've still got these Muppets saying, oh no, well AFLW will introduce more teams that will actually dilute the talent pool. Uh, we'll schedule it on at the same time when the bloody AFL's on, oh. even though we've got a weekend that would be perfect to oh, celebrate it Lord. and give it the respect that it deserves. So uh, the absolute Muppets. But I'll tell you, an even bigger rinse, and it's a sad rinse, Dale Morris oh. did his ACL. But he's it's a bit of the same old Groundhog Day for him because he hasn't done it completely, I don't believe. He he's, doesn't do things in halves. No, he could be back halfway through the season. Yeah, he has scope, but th- Hope that he is. but that million dollar man. That's a big, big kick to the the groin of morale for the Western Bulldogs, who actually need him on the ground, and his his worth to them through leadership alone is is massive. My mate that works at the Dogs sent me a photo of him doing a bench press, and there was muscle on muscle. Oh, he was just rippling. There were muscles I didn't even know existed. <laughs> they were just flourishing. So yeah. Dale Morris is such a champion. He'll do the leadership thing off the field, but boy, oh boy. They're going to miss him. They're going to miss him. Yes. But with the sad things, we've got to have things to look forward to. But season 2019, I've got to be honest, I have not looked into football that much in the off-season. No. Taking a bit of a break. What have you been doing with your time? You haven't been following cricket, clearly. No, no, I haven't. I don't know what I've been doing. There you go. So hopefully I can start finding myself again through the football season. But we've got to be excited about something. Yeah. What are you excited about? And it doesn't have to be one thing because there's many things I'm excited Look, about. This footy season is multifactorial and layered for me. I just love the fact I'm excited about footy and the routine that it brings to my life. Let's be honest. You can watch about eight to ten hours worth of footy shows analysing the previous round or the round coming up. You watch 
seven games on the TV. I don't get every single game across my uh, my vision. I just love the fact that you can immerse yourself for six months in something that structures your entire life. Well, it sorts your weekend out. Oh, it does. Because what are you doing the weekend? Then you're, then you're the more likely to think of other ideas to do with friends, with partners, with families, whatever Absolutely. it is, based around what's happening at Marvel Stadium. It's easy because your life is already fixtured for you. You just try and put <laughs> stuff in around what is there. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to just the routine of footy. Yes. And it's not laborious well, at all. I've got a few to fire off at you. Go. Now, uh, a, a serious one. I can't wait to see when Magic Door takes the field again. Yeah, that'll be inspiring for whatever game North are playing and who against. They'll win that game. They will. They will because they... that's a it's a good story that he's back. And you saw the footage of him running yes. on the treadmill and everyone getting around him. And then through our connection with Almax, absolutely. T Mac mother. Yes, she said there's a very good vibe and it's. Hopefully, with the mental health state in society at the moment and how many people are struggling, Madge does seem like the fellow that can go through his experience and then probably inspire others or encourage conversation. And we wish him the very best in his recovery and hope he does get back to play this yes. year. He's important to the to the Roos. He He's is. so important. Just to not them. Good Friday against the Dons. If he could just hold it <laughs> off until the next round, be much appreciated, Madge. And speaking of... Uh, people that you just get excited about. There's a guy coming into the Essendon Football Club. Oh, I don't know. Did you hear that? Oh, he he's buzzing. Oh, probably the, one of the best names I've heard in a very very long time. It's not bad, is it? Irving Mosquito. Now, this is the this he's is buzzing. the dilemma. He's the, a buzz. <laughs> yeah, that word. I've missed, I've missed that word. Um. He's an interesting one because when do they unleash him? They unleash when? him on Anzac Day, do they? Oh, imagine that. Can you imagine? Imagine that. Because I can see Collingwood doing that on Anzac Day, unleashing a couple of debutants. I can just see, or at least one, I can see that happening because it's a few games into the season. Irving goes to the VFL, gets a kick, kicks three or four goals, you know, from limited opportunities, and all of a sudden he's up for selection. Imagine him and Tipper in the same oh. area of the ground. You wouldn't know. Where, you wouldn't know where to look. He's like the predator, isn't he? Um, he is. Tipper. He just yeah. sneak up on you. But um, oh, that's exciting! Exciting for Bombers fans. And I missed a golden opportunity because on Instagram, I'm I've jumped on to follow the mosquito. I must know what he's doing. And he was at the Melbourne Zoo, and I was so close to the Melbourne Zoo. Well, that's that's very handy. I could have just rocked up and said, "Has anyone seen a mosquito?" <laughs> and been faced with. Many answers. There's quite a lot of mosquitoes There's around the zoo. Quite a lot of mozzies. So yeah. I'm looking forward to him. Oh, he's exciting. And this is a two-pronged one. Ooh. Unfortunately, sweet baby Joe, Ooh. he's done his, done his calf. But there's always upside, though. There's always upside. And this means it's a guarantee. Your man. It's almost a back pocket lock that Sean McKernan <laughs> will be in that squad. Now, I'm not mathematically inclined. I'm not very good at it at all, actually, but I believe McKernan plus Essendon equals wins. Is wins. that correct? Absolute wins. Yeah, this is good. Good for the Bombers. It is good. Now, I'll say this. This is a guarantee. Oh, so listen to this. Another lock. If John Worsfold does not pick Sean McKernan <laughs> oh. and instead goes with a Belcho-Zach Clark tandem, oh. they will not make the finals. Wow. Yeah, he's got to get the selections right because you should be using... Zach Clark is a back, 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 backup. Yes. Not as a move that is. Or just have one, of the, have one or the other. Make a decision. Yeah. But agreed. Sean McKernan, very, very excited about that. Yeah, and good. Sweet Baby Joe will be back at the right time. He will. He'll at, fit in nicely, I reckon, a little bit later on. And 
speaking of fitting in, things that have ruffled a few feathers is the rule changes, JMO. Yes. Are we touching something that uh, isn't broke? Are we fiddling with a game that is actually okay? This is the questions that we have. Ross Lyon vernacular there. Sounds very much like the cobbler's cobble. Um, so the 666, not the devil, but nothing to do with <laughs> Melbourne, but the 666 had a lot of um, people talking about how much maybe centre clearances and time that players have in the middle now, what the wingman going to be doing, how does it all look when it comes to do you stay at home in your forwards? How does that How does that look? There was, so, a, there was a competition that was on for, I think, two weeks, and it, and it wasn't AFLX. <laughs> yeah, mind you, I still think that AFLX should be just disgraced ex-AFL players. <laughs> just... Just playing against each other. Yeah, it's a fair... I would go to that. Yeah. Yeah, you probably would. You'd have Fevitt full forward. <laughs> Lawrence Anglin would be somewhere. Trent Hotton would be lurking around. Justin Crawford. Daniel Chick. Oh, this is good. Daniel Kerr. You'd, you'd do something to ben, try and get Ben, ben Cousins ben back. Ben Cousins on parole. Oh, and that's that just, good. that'd all be just in a bright orange outfit. Yeah. The <laughs> orange is the new... AFL Guernsey. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so... So yeah, 666, that, that is is going to be fascinating. There, apparently there was a competition, as I was saying, before I got stuck on <laughs> AFL X, was I did view some footage and I saw some statistics. It's a small sample size, obviously, but it seems like it, in the small sample size, it's achieving what they wanted in terms of higher scoring, yep. blah, 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 blah. What do you think it will achieve? Six six six. What we what are we going to see from well, it? Well, it will in the first. Well, this is how I see it playing out. First five games, we will see potentially an increase in scoring, and we'll go, oh, okay, we're, we're average amount of points is up. But five weeks is enough for AFL coaches then to work out how they best start to clamp down and lock down because in the early part of the season, teams are looking to attack and play pretty aggressive footy. But then as soon as you start losing games, you're going to be looking to try and lock down on opposition so you can minimise the, the damage and the harm. So people are going to work out, coaches will work out how they can best lock down in amongst the parameters of those rules. So I can see it. There'd be a spike. A set. But there will be the reverting back to trying to lock it down and there'll be some crafty... It could be Clarko. He always seems to be the pioneer in all this, if, but there'll be a change anything- there that we know about football and coaches, they'll do their best to clog it up. Absolutely. Because your contested tight football is what September is all about. And don't forget that, listeners, because you can play any flashy <laughs> brand of football you like during the um, during the regular season, but the same type of football blueprint wins every September, which and is what's, uh, contested Will we see the return of the traditional winger? Is there, yes. is there a chance for someone uh, like Jack Watts to, you know... This is it. ...stop snorting and <laughs> actually be that wingman I that think, he can be? I think wingmen now become important because you've got to be smart. Where are you going to position yourself? Are you going to be, you know, backwards sort of half? Are you going to go forward? How are you going to play it? And you're going to see maybe a bit of a, a resurgence of the genuine big forward as well being an impactful because they will be staying at home. There's no question about that. I think you're going to have your forwards 
starting from the goal square, and you're going to have this opportunity for them to be leading into space and how that looks. So wingman important. The tall forwards will be extremely important. So the AFL will get a little bit of what they want out of this. I think it's definitely going to benefit those sides that have got big bodies. And because you, I was watching Geelong for a little bit, and I thought, far out, they've got some gun midfielders. Yep. And, uh, here you go. Just have more time. Yeah, you exactly. Go, have yeah. more time. Have an extra second and a half to make a decision, which a is decision. a long time for an elite it sportsman. Is. Actually, what Jack Watts could be handy with is that if Port are down and they're worried about getting people into the um, centre square, maybe he could just snort the white line. <laughs> just clear it out. Just clear it out. Oh, Jack Watts. Ah, uh, Jack, we've got to, learn, got to learn from our mistakes overseas with sugar. <laughs> oh, poor old Jackie boy. We will watch that with Ernest. I think the... Hands in the back, not hands in the back, will cause frustration to fans and to umpires, and then they'll just get lenient again. They and will. It will all just work out with common sense. Uh, kickouts and how that's going to look. Have your thoughts on that? Well, I think Shannon Hearn's going to get much great value out of that. Yep. Uh, Jake Lloyd, too. Zach Williams, that's back at GWS, will benefit from that. I think it's fantastic that you don't have to kick it to yourself. Yeah, that's you right. You can just go. Yep. Brendan Goddard would be headless because I think he just get. Got called all the time. Yes. With his big toe over the line. And Heath Shaw automatically kicks it to himself no matter what he does anytime <laughs> he's near that, which is interesting. So this is a question. Does that do you get a kick it's awarded to you from a kick out now? Come again. So you know how in previous times if you kicked it out from full back, yes. okay, you that wasn't attributed as a kick unless you kicked it to yourself. Ah. So does that become a kick? Come on, this is oh, super coach strategy now. This is surely, trying to think. Surely it does. Yeah. You so can't just, they're kicking the ball. They are. So imagine playing against a team hmm. that, that kicks 21 behinds oh. and you're taking every kick out. Hello. Hello. Well, okay. that, that's what uh, Shannon Hearn and uh, Jake Lloyd do. Padding your stats. Paddington Bear. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, I would like to see how that plays out, but it, it will be a brilliant spectacle to see someone kick it about you know, 70 to 80 metres. Yeah, true. Someone clunks it, Yep. kick it down, clunks it, wins a game. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to play to the advantage of those who have got good set plays from kickouts and fast-moving high-skilled players. No question. It is. No question. It is. Now, I wanted to try something with you. It's a new little segment. Go on. And there's a great man by the name of Rick Astley. Rick Roll. Now, he has many good songs. He's got a few. But he has one incredible song <laughs> by the name of Never Gonna Give You Up. I love that song. Now, Damo, what happens is that when a season starts, fans just say the same old stuff, don't they? Yes. They can't let go no. of certain things. True. That's, that's it. Yeah, they, they absolutely. Just, they yap on about the same old stuff. Yep. So I would like to say what a certain... You know, fan. Yeah, is not going to give up on. Oh, a, now, a theory, a it could thing, be a theory. Yeah, what they, what they yap on about. Yeah, absolutely. So, as an example, I'll say this about Adelaide. Go on. Tony Modra would have kicked that. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's good. They won't give up on him. No. They won't. He's given up on sensible eating, <laughs> clearly, because he's eating a Jason recliner. Um, <laughs> Okay, so I'll do the same. I'll go. I'll go Brisbane. Yes, and they'll they'll never give up on the memories of of the three peat. Oh, although they're on the cusp of being a little bit back to being something competitive. The mm. old lines are heading in the right direction, but you never ever give up on those good no, times. No, you can't. You can't. No. Uh, so the Blues, Navy Blues. <laughs> 
laughing at this already, and I don't know why. <laughs> it's just... Uh. I think for the Blues, it's along the lines of, gee, Lance Whitnell had a great football brain. <laughs> uh, what a crafty lawn bowler he is these days, too. We, um, we've got to give him credit for that. Collingwood supporters will never give up on saying that Braden Maynard was held. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, yeah, that will be enough said on that one. Sheed. Okay, I think the Bombers will never give up on just... Funny kick the ball, Dean Wallace. <laughs> oh, that's good. That is really, really good. Um, Frio. None of they've never given up on Mark Harvey, <laughs> but they could give up on Roscoe. <laughs> Poor old Ross. Poor old Harves. Oh dear lord. Okay, I think that the cats cats will never give up on. Remember that day that Ben Graham kicked at 120 metres? My God, that was a roost. And very close will be when Peter Riccardi kicked at 150. Off the it was <laughs> off the fingers <laughs> after the siren. After the siren. Good grief! Um, Gold Coast will never give up on the fact that they probably should be in Tasmania as a team rather than <laughs> up on the bloody coast the, of the gold. The Giants will <laughs> they will never give up on Izzy Folau. Oh, never. No. no. They'll they'll stand by that decision. And he will appreciate that with the bags of money he's got that he uses as a, as a couch. Uh, Hawthorne <laughs> will never give up on Cyril and the chance that he may come back. Could he? Probably not. Will he come back? I think he's enjoying retirement. He is. Yes. The Demons, they will... They'll never give up on Joe Gutnick. <laughs> so I think if, they, if they need anything, they need that man back. I reckon he's still got some financial D- DNA in that club. Jeez, he loved them. Yeah, he did. It was he did. It was great. That was great for the culture of football. He was a different football person. <laughs> he, but he was. Yes, he liked a scarf as well. True that. Uh, North Melbourne Football Club will never give up on the shin bone of spirit, but ninety five percent of their players don't exhibit it. So, <laughs> so that's a, that's a toughie. Uh, Port Adelaide will never give up on that in excess song, Never Tear Us oh. Apart. Because you got to, I think they should only play that if you bloody win a game. Yeah. You win a game, you get to play it next week. You don't, you don't play it. Yep. That's, it's a good start. I like oh, geez, how, I like good, how they, they do it. It I is I like good, how they do but it. But I think they've got to improve. Yes. Now, the Tigers, they'll never give up on the fact that they've broke their drought of uh, premierships, but they'll also... They will never give up on the fact that they won all those games at the MCG in a row. They'll, that'll just be always spoken about. Always. Uh, St Kilda will never give up court documents. That's what I think they'll do. <laughs> they'll, just, they'll, 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 they'll just keep them tightly under wraps. Yeah, they won't give them up because they're burnt or they're shredded. That's why. Um, Sydney will never give up their cost of living allowance or they'll never say that it's a good thing that they haven't got it. Um, and it was even mentioned the other day that they should have it still. Now, this is a two-way tie for this, for the Bulldogs. Yes. They will never give up on the fact that Libba kicked that goal in the prelim. Oh, yes. It was Good a goal. Point. Good and point. they'll also never give up the fact that they won the, the flag. Yes, that's right. And rightfully so. And absolutely, because that's very similar to the West Coast Eagles, uh, who aren't going to give up their premiership last year, even though they robbed Collingwood <laughs> and the umpires robbed them. It Not, was, I don't believe that personally. It but. was a, it, it was daylight robbery. They, oh, geez, they came past. They did. Was, they didn't even have time for balaclavas. No, they didn't. They smashed and grabbed. They did.
Jeez, there's a bit of a history with West Coast and getting up to no good, isn't there? Yeah, <laughs> well, just in general, just across in general. the board. Yeah, if you believe everything that you hear, that's fact. Now, we've had a bit of a tongue-in-cheek about what fans can't get over, but we yeah. actually need to look at the season ahead. Ah, uh, yes. And we'll get to predictions. Yes, But we I will. think we need to be fair because there's listeners from every single club. Yes, I wonder... Yes, I wonder if people are, are on board with listening to, to football this early. You know how sometimes it takes a couple of weeks to get they, on board? They try to just simmer. Yeah, so I hope, I hope we can cater for a bit of motivation for people. It's like they... the two-minute noodle approach. <laughs> they just let it go a little bit further. That's not a bad when thing. When do you add the seasoning to two-minute noodles? Do you do it at the start? Oh, at the start. What? Yep, all goes in together. Mate, at the end. At the end. And then you and give it that one. Stir it up. Oh. Little granules are still there. Okay, and yeah, it's nice. Give nice. that a go. I will. I will. Now, two minutes. We'll we'll try and do no more than two minute noodling on the season ahead for each club. All right. So the crows, mate. You don't have to say where they're going to finish on the ladder. No. We'll do our top no, eights. No, no, no. But what do you what do you think about them? What, how's this year going to go? They have no other choice but to show a level of improvement from last year, and yeah. they, and and they will do that in some capacity. I think what they should do. Don't get on a bus. No camping. Just avoid the buses full stop. No honest talks to each other. Not even a bus to the ground. <laughs> but if they're going to do anything with a bus, they should sit down as a team in a cinema, yes. maybe in the Adelaide theatres, <laughs> and just watch Speed. You're in, with, and With Keanu. Yep. And Sandra. And, this, and Dennis. Keep it. And Jeff Daniels was in that too. Don't let the bus stop. Don't let the Adelaide... <laughs> The Adelaide metaphoric bus stop. Yeah, it's a good just point. Just keep going. Yeah, true. I really want to see the Crouch brothers just get a injury-free season because they could tear it up with this more time in the midfield. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, they have a lot of improvement in them. Let's say that. What about Brisbane, mate? How do you see I'm, that? I'm, I'm bullish on them. Yes. Very bullish. They've had a young side for a long time now, and. They've got players that can have breakout second seasons, which is mm. exciting. And they've got so many of them. So I, Cam Rayner, I think he's going to turn it on this year. Yep. And then you've you've got Harris Andrews down back. And they've brought in Lockie Neal. Yeah. He is a gun. Yeah, that's it. So the, the Beams goes out. Yeah. Lockie Neal comes in. A grader for an A grader. The alien Hipwood's still there. So I see improvement from them. Yeah. Nah, fair call. Yeah, I do as well. I think they're actually... Re- doing all the right things from a recruiting point of view. And uh, Chris Fagan's doing a great job. Fags. He is a, a Tassie man. Great wealth of experience. So, uh, once again, they're on the up. Don't know if they can make the eight, but we'll talk about final placings a bit later. All right. I'll tell you right now, I am ready. It's taken me a while. I've always sort of hated Carlton. Yeah, well, everyone everyone has a bit of that in them. I'm ready to truly hate them again. Oh, because you think they're doing the? You think they're close to being back? I'm, I'm not looking forward to them getting better, and I think that they will just continue to get better. You can't have the crippler. Yeah, good point. You can't have him. You can't get this Sam Walsh freak, the Kerno yeah. boy, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. not Ed. Ed, no offence, <laughs> you, you tag people, but Charlie and Mackay. Yeah, they've got they've got some players. I I feel for them it's still a slow burn. Yes, you're going to see some improvements. Not going to be a, a spike in, in Nick Newman down back knows what he's doing. Yep. I think he's a steal from the Swans. They've just got a lot of former GWS players. They do. They love it. Don't they? Sosla could them. do anything. So you've got another Silvani. Yeah. So they've got they've got scope to improve. But if I was Carlton supporters, I'd just put a bit of a lid on it. It would it will happen. It will happen at some point. But yeah. Yes. 
Slow but burn. I'm ready to full on hate him. That's good because you need hatred. Yes. It gets you through in life. Especially of Carlton. Yes. Uh, Bombers, mate. Actually, Collingwood, actually, I should have said oh, to you. Oh, they still in the Yeah, they are. They are. They still around? Yeah, or? they are doing okay. Okay, the pies. Uh, oh, look, from a personal perspective and not being overly biased, it's about consolidation. This is what it is. It's about actually going, we're going to make the eight. We're going to push for the top four again. And then you don't know what happens once you make September. So that's probably what I'm angling for there. Yeah, I, uh, I think the, draw. the pies did much better than people thought last year. Yep. They've got through the... The tough times and Buckley's probably learnt a lot and can go about it. There's a very high standard now. Players returning from injury. And yeah, I just think they'll just go from strength to strength and she's getting Dane Beams back and adding it to that midfield. Yeah. If Champion Data last year said that they had a sensational mm. midfield, but Champion Data might break. Yeah, with I Beams think, going in there. I think they said we didn't have the best midfield. And isn't Elliot back? Uh, yes, Jamie Elliott's going to be playing. He's a good player. He is. Darcy Moore's back as well. So more, we... more, more. How do you like it? <laughs> more, more, more. Needs so to fix the hair, though. He does. But there's scope. There's scope for the Pies, as there is for the Bombers. Ah, yes. So this is now a line in the sand season. It is. Because everything has been... I don't think Essendon will win the flag. No. They may not even make the top four. No. But it's about making the finals and being a presence again in the comp for Just mine. Just getting into the finals and winning yep. one. I, I think bare minimum, that's what they have to do. Yeah, agree. Uh, they teased last year. There's still deficiencies. I don't think the 666 helps them okay. whatsoever. I think it does not help them. I think you'd probably say that they've added Shield. Yeah, great. Whoop-de-doo and all that stuff, which is, is a great signing. But they still, the their midfield historically has always been their deficiency. Yep, yep. And I think the rule changes suit midfields. So we'll see what happens. Good luck to them. But Irving Mosquito. Oh, yes, could be anything. Now, the Dockers, I don't really care. No, I don't. Um, their goal would be, as you look at the season ahead, to win two-thirds of their games at home yep. and try and somehow be break-even interstate, and which got, will be tough. they've got Rory Lobb. He's, he's a handy pickup. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously the, the health concerns around Jesse Hogan, if he can get back, landscape's a lot different for them. But, but remember... Rebuild year. But remember, it's a people business, Michael. <laughs> it's people business. Oh, Roscoe. And Good grief. I, I think what they will be looking forward to is, you know, hopefully just having a scandal-free Christmas party, mate. It Maybe something that uh, that happens, but it may not. I doubt it will. It not with not. Ross around. Maybe, maybe Fremantle should get on a bus oh, to Adelaide, and, and Adelaide should have a Christmas party. That might just change the landscape, might change things up, mm. and there will be change at Geelong. Yes, because they underachieved last year. They did big time, so they need to get their ducks in a row, and there will be change. And there's got some exciting young players coming into the team who are game senior football ready. As well. They've so still got that home advantage down they at do. the Cattery. They do. And Ablett up forward. Yes. Thank the Lord. That will be what it will be. They have to now think about... it's it's. What's a pass mark for them, actually? Can I ask that? What, what's a pass mark for them? I think top six. Yep. I think that's so fair. You can't, you can't have Danger and Selwood and Ablett in and, the same side. And not be thinking and making young, a semi. And young, or, uh, young players. And yep. So and they've got to capitalise because Joel Selwood's body will only hold up for so long when you right. when you're a crasher and basher. Yeah, true that. What about the uh, Sons of the Gold Coast Sky or whatever it's called up there? Jeez. Oh, mm. You know when people try to make an omelette <laughs> and they have all their different ingredients. Yes. And they think their ingredients are the best. 
and oh. then you go to turn the omelette. Mm. That's the best way I can describe a Gold Coast Suns. Yeah. They're an omelette that when it was turned, it didn't turn out <laughs> it well. It just didn't go the way you would have thought. Yeah. And you're still trying to eat the omelette, <laughs> and you think it'll get better, and maybe it'll form, and there's a little chunk there. It's like, what have I made? Scrambled eggs or an omelette? Like, I don't know. And I think Stewie Jews had a few omelettes. <laughs> yeah, he means he's from the Tony Modra school of um, <laughs> he's eating. Big as a house at the moment. Yeah, it's stress eating. I think it's stress oh. eating for him. Um, yeah, I, don't, I they're they're a long, 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 long way off anything. Are they? Are they going to China again? No, I think they got <laughs> taken. They got that trip taken off them, which rightly so too. Can I just say? So last year they went to Mars. You think? And they, they went to China. Where stayed. next? They should have stayed. Um, Where do they go? Istanbul. Orion's belt. They could be going anywhere. As long as they're far away from the AFL, that would actually actually. Imagine work that for in them. the fixture at Milky Way. <laughs> so this is who you're playing. There's an intergalactic team. You can play the Cantina squad. Cantina squad and you're playing them. That's it. That's it. Uh, the Giants. Ooh. Yeah. They, yep. No, they've got some stuff to deal with. They do. Players leaving. Yes. Retention of players, winning enough games to think that there's still a chance to... Descent. You know, like, it's really... Callan Ward's haircut. It could unravel for GWS this year. I thought you were going to say his hair could no, unravel. No, but it actually could unravel for them because they're just at that point where you can't plot along. Time's now. And you've got to go. Yeah. You've got to blood you the, the, the best young players they've got. They've got one of the best young lists in the comp. My hat. Having they said have that, to go. Having said that, gun midfield. Yeah. Mummy's back. Oh, mummify. Whacking people yeah. already. Sausage. 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 <laughs> uh, interesting for them. They they could actually, maybe this is the year where they jump up and trick everyone. They where could. Where people go, well, we weren't expecting you to do stuff, and they go, whack. In a really busy top eight, we'll have to see where they fin- finish. Um, Hawthorne. The poos and wees. What are they going to do? Well, Tom Mitchell's a massive loss. Best midfielder or player in the comp to a point, isn't he? Yes. Hmm. Uh, they always think of something. They've already got Scrimshaw. They've got these young players. They do. And Clarko. We'll maestro. Get, we'll get to a little prediction thing later that I've got about Clarko. Mm, nice. But he's going to figure something out. He'll do something. He'll do something. He'll be the first to manipulate the 6666. Six, six, six. Do, do, do you know what will happen? It'll be something like he'll do something and then Gillen will have to come out and clarify things. <laughs> and he'll go, well, it was actually, we never said 666. After talking with Alistair, yes, well, it, it, it's a it's a five four seven. He went he, <laughs> he went a little bit crazy about runners on uh, SEN the other day, uh, Clarko. So this is I see that as a template, and the AFL had to come out and do a little bit of mopping up of that. So you bang on. Um, how about with the runners? Each player just has a like an Apple Watch. You yes. just get a message and say, "Hey, there it is." Send nudes. <laughs> <laughs> That could uh, that could work. And you're like, buddy, Travis Cloak. Stop, Stop it. Stop it, Travis. Stop it. Okay, so we move on to the Ds. Uh, it's top four or bust for them. They 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 need to give their fans hope and it's top four or nothing for them. And they, they've assembled a good list. They have and they continue. They've done well. They've retained. They've they're brought gonna, in They're going to miss Jesse Hogan, though. They will. They they're will. really going to miss him. But their back line... With their bigs, get Lever back. May, May into that. My Lord. Hibbert. So, yeah, they've got a bit of scope. It's top four or bust for them. And Jack Viney's back. I'm actually looking uh, forward yes. to seeing him yep. play football because yep. he's, he's hard as a... He's hard as... And Chinese arithmetic, to be honest. <laughs> he's very, very hard. Very, um, and very you know what? Good. He hasn't played a full season in ever. 
No. <laughs> for want of a better way to describe no. it, forever. So that's important. What about North? What about North Melbourne? I'm, a little, Arden bit, I'm Street a little bit bullish about them. I Ooh. actually think that people write them off a bit too much just because they're North and we don't like them. Yeah. But I think that they've, they do this and people tease them. Pittard and Aaron Hall aren't world beaters. But like with Higgins and other players. Yes, that they may have recycled, yes. <laughs> they they can click, I think. Yeah. And and any side that has Ben Brown in it yeah, yeah. is not to be trifled with. No, it's a very good point. Whether they win enough games for the eight, we will wait and see. We but will wait they and will, see. They will do their darndest. Uh, Port Adelaide, the Jekyll and Hyde of AFL football. Yeah, you know what? They need to get back to recognisable game plan and recognisable to the fans as to what they stand for on the field. Because at the moment, they were rudderless last year. They lost the plot. They unravelled. So therefore, I would think they just need to get some consistency and a little bit of Port Adelaide footy back to the fold, I think. Papa Ken, because he, he coaches like a dad. That's how he goes about it. He does. He, he does. will blood the young'uns this year. Yeah. And that's he's got no other choice. In fact, I think he's going to... Play four of them in the first game. So that is a lot. Absolute. That is a lot. Uh, the Tigs, the Tigs, the Punt Road Oval people. Yellow and black. <laughs> what do we expect from them? Well, they're hurting. They, they're not saying it, but they're I, hurting. I think they will not accept anything but a grand final appearance. Yep. And they'll probably want blood. They'll want, yeah. they'll want to win it. Probably uh, wouldn't want to play them No. in a final. No. First up, no, because I want to make a statement. Yeah, and I think with Tom Lynch, gee whiz, he's he's been a part of a losing culture, yeah. And now he goes into a winning culture, and he gets to play alongside someone like Jack Revolt. He's a talent, and, and he's going to be able to. Nothing's changed about them. It'll be nope. interesting to see how the the setup affects them because I don't think Dimmer got as much credit as he should have for how he actually orchestrated the. Yep. They're set up, a la Clarko rule book. Yes, no, they'll be they'll be right in the in the finish. The Tigers. Now, someone that I think's finished, it's the Saints. Yeah, they they are in a bit of strife. Yeah. They they are in a bit of strife. Um, a lot will have to go their way. Looking forward to seeing some of the young players getting an opportunity because they're going to be blooding them. I worry about Paddy McCartan. I hope he actually gets a clear run at some point once he gets his concussion issues out once of the he way. Wakes up. But yeah, look. There's a lot of hard work for the Saints, but they get a nice opportunity to kick off with an easy one against Gold Coast, maybe. Well, if they lose that, well, pff, pack your bags, tear your memberships up, do all that yeah. sort of stuff. Yes. Swannies. Swans. They they always seem to be around the mark. They you do. never see them drop out. I don't, I don't know how far the la- down the ladder they'll go. Cause... I'm, I'm not good with maths, but I would reckon a good back line, a good midfield, yeah. and a good forward line should mean that you play finals and you... Trouble every side. And any team with Lance Buddy Franklin in it. Always a chance. Factor in, especially under these new rules. Callum Mills comes back. They always unearth a good player yep. from an academy or somewhere. Who have they got? Who, who's the who's that um oh what's his name? That young fella, Nick Blakey. Yes. Oh, he's ready Aiky to go. Blakey Hart. Ah, that's good from you. Hey, thank um you. yeah, so no. They they'll be in and around the mark. They are always consistent. And there's the team that everyone loves because they're always an underdog, even when they win a flag, they're an underdog. It's the Bulldogs, mate. You know what? By the time this season ends, I bet you their list will only have three players from that premiership side left. They just and one of them will them be on. Ace Cordy. Oh, <laughs> so, yes, fans need hope. I've said this before about uh, Port Adelaide. They want to. You want to see game plan, 
aggression, structure, fans want hope, something I want Riley on. West. I want Bailey Smith. Yes. I just want to see them. Yeah, get them and play them because they could be anything. Lewis Young, else. just yep. throw them all in. Yep, absolutely. Steve Credihook. Oh, sorry, I've gone <laughs> Danny too far Del Rey. back. Danny uh, Southern. Get them on board. Don't think they'll make the eight, but they have to do something. Remember when the dogs just went, you know what, we're just going to have a European midfield. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. And that worked for them. Maybe that's all they need to do. Go back and see if they can recruit from the round ball game, you're thinking. Did you ever reckon that the guys on the periphery that couldn't get a midfield game might, might have just gone All in. the Anglo-Saxons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> might have gone into Terry Wallace and said, <laughs> and said, Tez, I just wanted to let you know, I'm, I'm actually a quarter Italian. <laughs> oh. I like ravioli. <laughs> And he goes, oh, okay, Mark West. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, dear. Uh, uh, and, and our the, reigning premiers. reigning premiers. The Eagles. Like, I would say that Collingwood and Eagles, no one would have expected them last year to get into the final. No. The grand. And, and yet they did. So I see, like with Collingwood, Eagles have scope to improve. Well, no Nat Newey, no Gaff, Mean, no, no Shepherd. Means a flag. Means that that's going to be the value adders that they've got coming in. Yeah. It's exciting for them, and with normally with no shepherd, you have no direction. But that's for them, that didn't, didn't so, matter. So they they're right in it. They won't lose at home. So no. there's your first thing. So it's about about as many games they can win into state that will yeah. determine their ladder finish, and they'll be right in it at the end. I'd say. Well, what people want to know is they want it, they want us to put it all on the line. Yeah, pills on it the block. Pills on the line. Now, yes. the first thing I want to ask you is I, in front of me, have a Follow the Game. Oh. This is a book by Bernie Hogan. Oh, Hogs. And it's the explanations of the rules of Australian football. Well, when was that published? Because they, they make four to eight new editions of that a week. <laughs> I was about to say. Yes. This is copyright 1968. Oh, wow. And, like, just if I flick through here in a rule, I've got behinds when they're scored. Oh, it's when wow. it passes over the behind line without touching a behind post. Now that book well, there is you go. that book is a very, very, very small, concise book. Now the actual real book is like a the Melbourne telephone book, <laughs> and I'm not not just the A to K. It's the A to Z. It's that I, loaded. I feel like this is a bit of a like a grey sports almanac from Back to the Future. Biff Tannen, because I know what the free kicks are going to be oh, just by yeah. reading this. That's good, but. You're right, they will change. But I wanted to ask you, here's a challenge. This book has been... I got this from an op shop. Oh. It says, it says 125 If this was 125 bucks at one stage, I'm taking I this somewhere right have. now. God. But uh, look at that. There's a signature. I imagine it's a footballer, and I have my suspicions about who it is. Okay. Instantly, I looked at that, and we have to post this on the Facebook page. It looks like Ryan O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I went with another bummer, Ricky Olorenzo. <laughs> so, so there's a part of me here that thinks that there is, that says, a, no, that has, has to be $1.25. That can't be 125 That's That's just. I think that's a W at the end. Yeah, that, that could but be. But who goes up to a footballer, and not in 1968. Follow well, maybe the. Maybe it was, but mm. that's interesting. That is interesting. The mystery of the signature. That does look a little bit Ryan O'Connor-ish, but I do have a signature from Ryan O'Connor. You could do some forensics. I could do some CSI work. I like it. We need to get forensicked on, I don't know that's a word, but we need to forensic up their predictions for the year ahead, Jamo. Yeah, so we'll go, how we, okay, let's do this. Let's go at the very top, the pointy, and let's go the flag. Who's the flag winners? Uh, I'm going to ask you to go first. Yep, I Because I'm scared to. Oh, gee, it is tough. 
Collingwood. Ooh. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Ooh. I'm, I'm going the Pies purely based on that their midfield is elite. And that yes. Mason Cox is only going to get better. Now, he only had to play one good game last year to get them to a flag. Yeah, correct. If he plays two good games, look out. Yeah, it's a, that's an interesting one. So, by that rule, they're getting players back. We've got our boy Isaac Quainall. Oh, the back pocket's own. And he's been the back pocket's own. We've been on him early. We've been on him. <sighs> and he's a buzz. He is a buzz. So... I just think the pies. Okay. Jamie Elliott comes back. Really, they've got a great list. They've got scope. I'm going to go away from my personal beliefs. That's a bit silly. Um, I'm going to go away from my allegiances to Collingwood. I think Richmond are primed to rebound. And I reckon there's a heap, of, not a heap, there's three or four teams that are right in the mix for, for this. Eagles, Collingwood, Richmond yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. And I just think Richmond has a motivation of being far and away the best home and away team last year. And then to fall at the second last hurdle, they hurt. And there's a few guys getting on at Richmond in age. Yes, so the uh, window is still open. And I think Dusty's ready to tear it up again. I think yeah. he had a downer and he, yep. he did mention recently that he was a bit lost. Yes. He was just like, what do I do? Like, I'm not enjoying football. No. So I think he's going to come back. This could be it Him for and Swanee probably went away somewhere. And just <laughs> they, they workshopped a few things <laughs> and they'd be back to go. So you're going the Pies, I'm yep. going the Tigers. I think that could be our grand final. Yep. Who knows? Boom, mate. Ah, Gold Coast. Yeah, we, yeah. I agree on that one. Gold Coast. There's probably no point spending too much time on that nah. one. However, St Kilda will be absolutely nibbling around that spoon. This first game, round one, it might be a decider of the wooden spoon they're already. The, they're the little bit of egg that stays on <laughs> the wooden spoon when you yes. put it through the wash. Well, there you go. I like it. Um, Your bolter. Who's going to come out of nowhere? I'm, I'm backing them in because people forget about them. I still believe that Sydney can do a lot of damage. So yep. it's abstract because I know people don't see Sydney as flyers, but they have to do something. They do. John Horse Longmire has to do something. He's mm. been there a while now. So I'm going with the Swans. Yeah. Um, there's a guy who's playing for Richmond. His name's Noah Bolter. <laughs> he could be my Bolter. Uh, I think Adelaide will be my Bolter to at least show something and get into the bloody top eight again and make a mess of some sides somehow. They, mm. you know, they, they, they've well, got to. No choice. On that bus that's driven by Keanu, <laughs> they have no choice but to bolt. That's a fair call. Uh, Charles Brownlow. Now, many people think that Patrick Cripps has got it sewn up. Yeah. Based on last gonna... year, he came yep. fourth and he did yep. very, very well. And, yes. you, know, you know, law of averages of yep. Carlton win more games. He gets more votes. But I'm going with a man that was injured last year. And I've got some word that he's tearing up the track. Ooh. And I think this new rules in the centre well, is we. healthier. I always thought this player could win it. The Bont. Yeah, the, that's not the I believe the comment. Bont can do it. Yep. And I think people get too wrapped up in the Crippler and all that stuff. Yep. And so I reckon the Bont. I don't mind that tip. I wonder what he's paying, actually, on TAB Sports Bet. Not that we condone gambling, <laughs> but we love it. Um, <laughs> I... Was thinking about this on the drive to work today. I actually, Patrick Dangerfield is still in the best three players in the competition. He's pretty good, isn't he? And there's just something about the way he was off his tucker a little bit at the stages last year. He is a proven Brownlow medalist. He's got scope. Geelong have to win only 10 or 11 games for him to poll and be attracted into the side of the umpires. I think Danger's a good bet, and he's probably pretty short, to be fair, but I'm going Danger. 
All right. Should we try and answer this one together? This is coach, the first coach sacked. It, it right. could be three, two, one. Alan, Alan Richardson. Richardson. Yep. There we go. Hey, <laughs> we go. So, yeah, Richo is in all sorts of strife, I think. And you know what? Stuart Jew has like a bit of a, a oh. three or four year buffer. Yeah. yeah. Richo's in the end of his three or four year buffer. Yes. And there needs to be something. And I can't even work out exactly what the pass mark is for him, but. There's going to be some issues around him and the blowtorch happening probably in the Brett first Ratton's six rounds. Brett just sitting there in the background going, oh, back, baby. Gives you no faith when you've got a coach in waiting who's probably the, ne- the next best that's not coaching as your assistant. Good luck with that. Good Lord. Yeah, so Richo. Can you watch what St Kilda will do, the immediate department? Brett Ratton is going to get a lot of face time. Yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah, there you right. go. This is, they've planted the seed. There you go. Now, we... <laughs> Richo. We, um... It's like seeing a spider in your rear view mirror. Oh, and just that... Look, Where did it go? Where is it? Take you is it by above surprise. Me? Uh, we love a headline, either real or not real. So what's your likely headline of the year? Ah, this is what I was talking about with Clarko before. Yes. It's going to be called... It's probably Herald Sun, by the way. Clarko's muster. Oh. And he's going to muster something up that's going to turn this new rule thing on its head. Oh, look. That's... Uh, it's not quite nice and neat, but yes. it's oh. got something to it. <laughs> that is good. Um, I think a likely headline will be around recidivist hamstring injuries for, for players. I don't oh, know whether yeah. it'll, be, it'll be hamstrung and yeah. it'll be a player. Yes. Fingers crossed it's not Jamie Elliott from a Collingwood perspective, but it'll be someone that'll be hamstrung. It'll be a soft tissue for someone who's had a long, long history of it. The other one I was almost thinking about going a likely headline is if they just try it every year. Deja Blue. Oh, when things go poor, back to the same. Back and, to the and it will be a shot of uh, Bolton not smiling. Yes, it could happen. Well, what's an unlikely headline then? Oh, Gold Coast win flag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not going to happen on the Milky Way. Yeah, nah, very unlikely. I think an unlikely headline would be uh, Ross's Santa wish list. <laughs> I think they're going to steer right away from that. I think so. Um, there's a lot to look forward to. Well, okay, what's your top eight then? Because this is what people do all yeah. around the water coolers. Yeah, and you got to get it in before the season starts. And it's really funny because I've alluded to a team making my top eight that I didn't have in my top eight before. Ah. So now I'm going to have to put them in ah. at the expense of another team, which it still makes Doesn't no make sense. You comfortable. I, I I think I've got eleven teams in my top eight <laughs> so that's hard um so i'm going to make some hard decisions yeah, but here. if this you is, finish 11th with the aflw you could you could a flag. technically make it in there yeah. so this is the deal this is how i'm thinking it's going to go and this is no particular order uh the demons west coast eagles collingwood richmond geelong essendon sydney and adelaide ah who went out uh, I had GWS in, and then I've just thought better of it because I think Adelaide is my bolter. So, therefore, the vulnerable team in that could be GWS, and then that would cause a myriad of Chaos. problems. Yes, absolutely. Now, I deliberately did not engage in any active listening skills there, so okay. I don't even know what you said. Okay, that's good. Because I want to read out mine, Yeah, and you just tell me where we're different, Okay, and then we can discuss. We can. In no particular order. Excellent. West Coast? Uh, with same. Collingwood. Same. Richmond. Same. Geelong. Same. Essendon. Same. Melbourne. Same. Sydney. Same. Adelaide. 
Exactly the same. Boom. There you go. <laughs> and we didn't collude there at all. Not at all. Um, all right. Well, there's no reason to discuss no. this because we know what's going to happen. So my inkling then is not to talk about the ones that have got in. I want to talk about a couple of the fringes ah. with you. So what convinces you that Hawthorne doesn't make the eight? I, I think the loss of Tom Mitchell and yep. the fact that they are a young side and there's players that are on the older cusp as well. I don't like the mix at the moment, and I don't know how long Sean Burgoyne can continuously yes. save that side in close matches. You know what? If you continue to not get your silk dry cleaned and you wash it <laughs> inappropriately, it does wear out. So we'll have to see how that goes. I just goes. think they can't keep doing it. And I think like last year they made the finals. Top four, mate. Top four. Top four. And it was, it was a, an incredible anomaly to the season. They, yeah. They won those crunch games. They did. When they had to against sides that were around the mark. I just I can't see them having that luck again. Reckon they're going to lose against Brisbane twice like they did last year? Yes. <laughs> they probably will. As long as Hodgie's there, they will. Port Adelaide missed both of our eights. What are we thinking there? They're like a, they're like a toddler that likes chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> I tried to combine chocolate and port there. Chocolate chip cookies. Oh, yes. And you put it in front of them, they have one, and you go, now that cookie jar, don't go near it. And what do they yes. do? Yes. They, they go near it. They go near it. I cannot trust that kid with the cookie jar. No, no, no. And no, I can't cool. trust Port Adelaide with anything that they do. No. And it might be just about re-establishing their brand in some way, and they might be in it late, but they won't get there. Um, The biggest one, really, when you look at it, considering they've been in and around the mark but have not been able to catapult themselves into the grand final where they've been in prelims, they've won plenty of games in the home away season, is the GWS Giants. Reason why? Well, we can't trust them because they were pathetic last year. They were. And what have, have they added to their list to not, make no. it better? And they've lost, haven't they? They've, they've lost they've players. They've lost a lot of players. So they are in that really... The only thing is, is that Mummy, when he was there, he really energised them. And they do have a very good midfield, so they have scope. And what do we know? Some, like we Look, could we could get eight of these wrong. Yeah, and it's going to be a log jam from six down to eleven. It will be what it is. Someone's going to miss out. In fact, ten teams are going to miss out. <laughs> um, but it's fascinating that we've got that near enough. Or well, we'll have to we'll on. have to come back to this and check when we, we do will. our special editions. We will. We will touch base. Uh, mate, we probably don't need to dissect the teams too much. No, because, because we've sort of gone through them. Yeah, absolutely. But we need round one tipping. Well, we better tip. People tune in because they want to know what we're tipping. Yes. Now, one of many Thursday night games to kick off the season is the traditional Carlton versus Richmond at the MCG. The margin's interesting one in this one. I think we're probably yeah. going to say the Tigers oh, win. The Tigers win this. If there's ever a time to get the Tigers, it's now, though. Yeah. With... Coming off two stellar wins from something that I will not mention the letters of. Ah, <laughs> oh, Richmond. It's Tigers. Maybe less than four goals. Yeah, yeah. It's it's early, and these games always throw something up. I hope though, because I'm back to really hating mm. Carlton, that Richmond win by a hundred points. You want like and just get all of that optimism right out of their system. Actually, Richmond, you could do the whole league a favour, and you could euthanise the, the this, spirit. If they win by over ten goals. It could destroy Carlton's season. In the first 100 minutes of it. Yeah. Wonderful. Yes. Uh, Friday night, another G game. It's Collingwood versus Geelong. Little blockbuster. This is... Uh, I'm fascinated by this game. Yes. I'm going with Geelong. Don't ask me why. No. I, I just think, start of the year, there's something different down there. Yep. I think they have to change. 
And, you know, I still think that the Pies will win the flag, but they won't win the first game of the year. Yeah, Collingwood's first up record in season openers isn't flash. Mm. Um, I think they will get the job done, but it's going to be a closey. And I look forward to when Geelong do win and the Herald Sun runs with Buckley's lost them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's That could be a likely headline. Um, Saturday, uh, Port Adelaide versus Melbourne, or Melbourne versus Port Adelaide at the MCG. First three games at the G. That's where you want it. That's where you got to have it. It's, it's hard. It's round one, isn't it? So you've got to go with what you've seen on exposed form, and you've got to go with the home team. Deez. So I'm, I'm going with Melbourne. I don't yep. trust them, though. Yep. I'm going with Melbourne. Goodies, goodies. Yes. Um, Adelaide Crows versus Hawthorne um, at the Adelaide Oval in a twilight setup. Oh, it's twilight. It is twilight. All those people with heads on them like mice can stand <laughs> out on the, the grass. Oh. As if it's suburban, <laughs> but they charge you 50 bucks to get in oh. uh, and $17 for a beer. Uh, you got to go with the Crows at home. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's an important game for both clubs, but the Crows, yeah, at home. Western Bulldogs versus the Swanstons at the old Marvel Stadium, and the Bulldogs are wearing their Thor yes. Guernsey. Yes. Well, that is interesting. But, yes, are they superhero enough to be able to beat the uh, Swannies? You just don't know with these two teams. No. I remember the start of last year, Sydney went over to West Coast and touched them up. Yeah. And the dogs, they at patches look awful mm. and young, but then they do some other things that they're so exciting and the youngsters will click. So I have to go with Sydney because Marvel, I can't believe I'm already calling it Marvel, like <laughs> but that stadium doesn't, it doesn't favour anyone. No, no. And the Western Bulldogs have played some good football there over the last few years. Yeah. But... I'm just. I want to double check whether Lance Franklin's playing, on the borderline of Actually, not being 100. percent If, if, if he's he, not playing, that there you throws go. it right. There, there it is. So if he doesn't play, the Bulldogs are right in it. Is Warren um, Kappa playing? No, I think he's ruled out. He's also in the uh, Stuart Jutani Modra um, oh, eating plan as well. Oh, he is. Um, Swans if Franklin's in. Bulldogs if Franklin is. I out. want the dogs to win. I'll be going to that with the family. Yeah, no. Nice. I really want to see the dogs win. But oh. The head saying Sydney. Yeah, that's a. Uh, that's a fair call. Brisbane Lions versus the reigning Premier's West Coast. How's that? First round of the season, you're reigning Premier and you go on the longest road trip <laughs> that you can possibly have. Cop that. Take that. You would believe that West Coast on exposed form are the better team? Yeah. I would not be surprised if Brisbane won. Wouldn't be surprised at all, but I'm backing in the Eagles. They'll look a little bit dangerous for a few minutes there, the, the Lions, but West Coast for mine in regards to that. Uh, Sunday, we have the... Oh, oh well, we... Hey. Yeah, so... Speaking St- of, like, Marvel superheroes... This is just... If you're a St Kilda supporter, you are going to have absolutely no problem lining up for a drink. You're going to be able to get food easy. Um, because St Kilda versus Gold Coast at Marvel, I reckon it's going to be almost a suburban footy type crowd there. I reckon there'll be suburban footy type skill. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point. Very good point. Saints for mine. Not going to spend much more time on that. Draw. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yep. And not out of the fact that it's been a good high scoring game. So neither team could possibly actually be nil or draw. It could be. Could very well be. Wowee. Um, GWS Giants versus your team. Oh, the Bombers up at the old spotless. Ooh. I'll just, if Sean McKernan picks, uh, uh, they pick him in selection. Essendon win. 
Yes. If they don't, they lose. Simple as that for me. Yeah. Sean McKernan is the answer. Um, Not impressed with Essendon. I, I think there's problems there. But I'm backing them in if Sean McKernan's there. All right. I'm actually... I've got Essendon in my eight. I've got GWS out of my eight. But I'm actually going to tip GWS in this one just so I think Essendon might be a bit of a slow starter. Yes. They'll, they'll get it together. As they usually do. They'll get it together in the next few weeks. Uh, Fremantle versus North Melbourne. Over at Optus Stadium... <laughs> Ross Lyon versus Brad Scott, aggressive mofos that they are. <laughs> um, I don't know, mate. Build me a case that says that Fremantle are a chance to win that. The AFL has an uncanny ability of making the first round pretty dull, don't they? They try their best. Like, it'll still be entertaining. Like, there's yeah, you've got Carlton yes. Richmond, which will be a bell because it's the first game. Geelong Cats will be good. Why don't they have a set formula that at least, okay, Carlton Richmond I'm comfortable with. Why don't they have the set formula that the grand finalists from the last year have to play? Yeah. So get that off on the right yeah. foot as well. I, I just reckon they have the, the scope here to, to yeah. get off with an absolute and, flyer. Uh, or just, I don't, don't, why do they wait? Have the derby as the first round. Mm. Absolutely. So the yep. town of Perth would be going ape dropping. Yeah, that's They'd a good be going point. full apeness. <laughs> oh, Michael Apeness. Um, that's a very good point. So you can't build a case specifically for Frio to win? The only case that I can say for Frio is they're at home. Yep. But I actually think that North are a more well-rounded, better side. All right. Well, there and, you go. And Frio can't figure out what they're doing with their rucks. Is Sandy alive? Well, that's a good point. Where is he? That's a very good point. If he See, if he plays, he's got one decent, maybe two decent seasons left in him, potentially. He's got one decent leg left. That's a very good point. So, so I'm North. Yeah, I'm... Oh, early stages of tipping. I'm going to go Frio. I don't know why. My tips reek of getting one, which or, is Adelaide. Or eight. And, and then going, why didn't I tip the home teams? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good point. Yep. And tipping the draws a little bit. You know, out there. It's a bit out there, but hey, could happen. Yeah. Could happen. Jomo, it's been a very good first show. We've done well. And we hope done the real well. there understand that this isn't about us. No, it's about it's a, the... About it's about people. you. It's about the people. Because they were, they were there. They yes. supported the show. They have. And hopefully it's a little surprise. They've gone, oh, I wasn't oh, expecting this. Nice. It might help with a train ride into work. When's it going to happen again? That's right. We'll keep it We'll keep it very, very low key and just pop up. It just pops up. Just pop up. But we'll try and be a little bit active on the, uh, on the Facebook page and try and post a few things there just for the old proverbial uh, shits and giggles. What people always wait for, Michael James. Oh, is, yes. Is. Oh, the time, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the rinse. Um, concise, straight to the point. AFLW <laughs> grand final to be held on the same day as three AFL men's games when there's an availability spot for the AFLW grand final to be on its own, in its own airspace. If you're going to give that competition any credibility whatsoever, firstly, you get the conference system right, get that debacle sorted out, but give the opportunity for that competition to have some independence and have it not overlap like it is at the moment, have it as a standalone thing, especially the marquee game, have it so it's not competing against a competition that's going to draw television and physical fans away. Um yeah, credibility of the competition goes out the door if you can't do that. It's like when you renovate the backyard and it looks good and you've got a system, 
But then the next summer you just go, oh, well. <laughs> yeah. You know, that doesn't... That deck chair doesn't need to move anymore. You know, I'm happy for the lawn to grow a bit there. I'm not trimming the hibiscus tree. <laughs> hibiscus. <laughs> oh, hi, hibiscus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look. Just silliness. They do it pretty well, don't they, the AFL with oh, They do, because they're consistently good at stuffing it up. And I know AFLW is not anyone, everyone's cup of tea. I just think if they're going to show any respect to that competition that they try and either and it's actually the skills are getting better and the scoring yeah. is going up and it's... and the talent and the enjoyment's there so just foster it just I... support it and i've only watched a little bit of it but i'd like to think that the grand final would be in a position where you'd get the most people to attend or actually watch it on tv and not have it directly against three games that in the men's comp i wasn't that a highlight seeing daisy pierce Bring the, oh, bring the twins. Bring the twins. Yeah, in. and she'll bounce back. She'll be straight back in oh. next season, won't she? I think the twins will be playing. Knowing That's a fair call. Fair call. Well, there you go. AFL. One preemptive rinse that I would like to give, Ooh, and it's how the show, the show is going to end. Oh, I like it. Yes. It's, you will, you'll enjoy this, and the listeners will, especially fans of football, is that I'm preemptively rinsing Channel 7. <laughs> 7. For many reasons. Yes. One, because they'll roll out that goblin, Mark Stevens, <laughs> at some stage, and I'll have to look at his face. And that there should be a warning, you know, that comes up that yes. some of this footage you're about to see is disturbing. Yes. Just before you see his face. <laughs> but more importantly is their intro song. Oh. The boys are back. Oh. The boys are back. Footage oh. on seven. Now, Good grief. Awful. Yes. I hate it. Yeah. It needs to be this song, J-Mo. And by a man by the name of Greg Champion. Oh, Greg. Channel 7 used to use it. Oh. And there is no better song. I've got song. a long road to walk down. Yes. Oh, I love it. Footy's on, footy's here again, Michael James. Back to meet me like an old friend. That's the thing about. That is the, that's, why are they not doing that? That's what I like about it. If they did that, their ratings through the roof. Yeah, I know. I used to, as a youngster, Run when that was going to happen. I that know. Time. Just get out of my way. And they also used to close the game they'd televise on the Sunday leading into yes. whatever with that song as well. Yeah. What? A, could not get enough and airplay. And your side probably lost, but you just went, no, nah, that's the thing yeah, about football. Well, thanks for cheering me up, Greg. Yes. That's So good. we're going to end with that song. We'll see you when we see you. See you. Bye. Danny, 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 Danny see you. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> like riding a bike. <laughs> The town bike. I'll meet a friend outside the ground. We'll argue over who's gonna win. He'll go for his team, mine for mine. We'll watch him slug it out right till the end. Show me the crowd and I'll take my place. I am hungry, I'm hungry for the taste of it. Well, that's the thing about, that's what I like.
my favorite ground.